What's up everybody, welcome back inside the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. It is Friday and that means it is time for four downs. Bold prediction, offensive player of the game, defensive player of the game, score prediction. Let's get into it fellas, shall we? Yeah. Matt, uh, bold prediction for Ohio State Rutgers 330 in the horseshoe. So we had talked about this a little bit before just to make sure that this actually made sense. But I am predicting that all three Ohio State quarterbacks and C.J. Stroud, Kyle McCord, and Devin Brown not only will appear in the game, but will throw one touchdown pass. At least one touchdown pass. That's wow. pretty bold. Actually, that's really bold because we just talked to Ryan Day in the, in the Woody Hayes Athletic Center on Tuesday about the lack of throwing for the back of quarterbacks. So that's pretty bold, Matt. I'm, I'm proud of you this week. Uh, got some comments, folks, that Matt wasn't bold enough last week. I don't think he was either. That's pretty bold, though. Uh, what about me picking Jack Sawyer to have two sacks? He got one early. And then, and then didn't have another and one. And then didn't do What were the comments about me besides how whatever? Uh, <laughs> my bold prediction for this game is that uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. will, will basically draw major attention from the Rutgers defense, but it won't matter. Marvin Harrison Jr. will once again have a three touchdown catch game against uh, the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. That's my bold prediction. Any sort of explanation as to why? He's going to get open. All I mean, right. I think I just said it. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good explanation. And that's going to be one And then C.J. Stroud's going to throw it to him. And then uh, Kyle McCord will throw him one. And, you know, for no. kicks and giggles, they'll let Devin Brown throw Kyle, one. Kyle McCord probably throws one to Xavier Johnson. All right. My bold prediction is the boldest one that I've come up with all year because we haven't seen it from Ohio State in a very long time. Ohio State's not going to allow any points. Uh, guys, I've watched this Rutgers offense for a couple, a couple of different times now. Uh, I know that, they, that Greg Schiano likes to pull out the trick plays. Desperation only lasts so long. This Ohio State defensive line is going to get after Rutgers. Um, the Rutgers quarterback situation is the worst quarterback situation in the Big Ten. Uh, they, uh, Iowa had two pick sixes on them la last week. It took a, a weird play for Rutgers to get seven of its ten points a week ago against Iowa. And I think if Iowa can shut them down like that, I think Ohio State can shut them down like that. This defense wants a shutout so badly. I think just as much as it wants a national championship. We talked to them after Arkansas State and Toledo and they really wanted a shutout. I think they might get one in this game. Uh, Ohio State doesn't allow a point. Matt, offensive player of the game. Well, I feel like the, the go-to there would be the quarterbacks, but I'm gonna kind of veer off of that a little differently and I'm gonna say Mayan Williams. The guy has been so consistent for Ohio State in the backfield this year. Anytime the ball is in his hands, he goes forward. There is no east and west with his with his run game. There is definitely no, no south with his with his running game. And he, he finds the end zone. He finds the end zone, whether it's from two yards out, from three yards out, like he did last week against Wisconsin. Um, they can feed him. That's a guy that they can feed, and that's a guy that they're going to feed more and more as this season goes on. So I'm going to say Mayan Williams this week. What about, what about when they change quarters and they're running the other direction instead of running north, they're running south? Well, you, you didn't think that. So you didn't think that all the way through. You were so bold in your prediction. Hey. You know what I call, uh, by the way, the, the guys that can't that, that miss tackles under him? You know what I, my new nickname for that is? I'm about the, to find out. The Mayan Ruins. So there you go. You might want to work that into something. My, uh, my offensive player of the week, uh, I've already named Marvin Harrison Jr. of catching three touchdown passes, so I'm going to go with him as my offensive player of the week. Boo, that didn't take very long. That's bold. 
Thank yeah, you. I'm, I'm still trying to recover from the Mayan That's called a setup. <laughs> I'm still trying to recover no, from the Mayan No, you're just going, ruins. wow, I wish I'd thought of that. Yeah, well, I wish I would have thought of that too. I'm going to go with, so I've been, we've been really stupid on this show the last few weeks because we go through Offensive Player of the Week every week, and one of the best offensive players never gets picked. Emeka Ibuka. He gets open, he catches touchdown passes, and he's really good at football. So I'm not going to overthink this. We, we continue to talk about all of these receivers, and we talk about Jackson Smith and Jigbook. When's he coming back? Marvin Harrison Jr., really good player. I don't discount you at all for talking about him. Thank you. Julian Fleming starting to come on. I think he's, he's a really good player. It's almost like we just sometimes forget how good Emeka Ibuka has been this year. He's going to be the candidate to lead this team in receiving yards, and it might not even be that close with Jackson Smith and Jigbook being out. Go oh, ahead. Oh, I'm just holding up my interrupter thing here, but I wanted to be called on. Uh, I've been talking about Emeka Ibuka oh, yeah. since before the Rose Bowl and about how good this guy was going to be, and he's gotten the opportunity and run with it. Like I've, I'm going to repeat this again. I'm going to repeat this every week. If you were doing a poll of the, of the top receivers in college football in 2022 right now and you didn't have anything, you didn't know anything about preseason stuff like the kid that went to USC and Jackson Smith and Jigba and all this kind of stuff, just talking about guys who are getting it done, and Mac Egbuka and Marvin Harrison Jr. would be on the, in the top five of any list you'd come up with. Now, I agree with you 100%. That's a good, good choice, but I couldn't necessarily go that route since I already said Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to catch three touchdowns. Yeah, so I mean, I, I just think that Emeka is not getting enough respect right now from maybe around the country than, than what he deserves. He's been incredible for Ohio State, but now defensive player of the game, we need to get off the Emeka soapbox. Let's talk defense, Matt, defensive player of the game. Uh, I, I'm going to have to go on a somewhat of a personal connection here, but I'm going to say Zach Harrison. Uh, the pride of orange. Yes. Didn't, didn't he do that before? No, I've never said his name. Okay. Roll the tape back there, Tim. Okay, yeah. No, I'm um, but I think we've talked about him before because of your personal connection. Go a ahead. few times, but anyway, uh, I'm going to go with Zach Harrison. Spencer, you and I all the time talk about just how effective he is in the run game and how anytime you look at an edge rusher, you want to see where are the sacks, where are the sacks, where are the sacks. Well, Ohio State has a few guys that only have two sacks, and I believe that's Tommy Eichenberg and uh, Mike Hall are leading the team in sacks with two each. Um, so sacks are not the be-all, end-all of, of metrics to determine, yeah, the be-all, end-all of metrics. This is, this is a guy who is an experienced player. He's experienced in Big Ten play, especially against a team that he's seen four times now in his career, for the fourth time being this Saturday. So Zach Harrison's going to have a big day for, for Ohio State. My defensive player of the game will be Josh Proctor from Owasso, Oklahoma. Josh Proctor, he, he was playing last week, like he said, free and clear. I mean, flowing and triggering. Uh, playing the way you expected Josh Proctor to play for the last several years. That injury really set him back last year. Josh Proctor is going to have opportunities in this game especially to make some plays, and I think he will make them. Yeah, I think that's a pretty safe bet, Tim. Both of these guys. Pretty safe bet. These guys have pretty safe safe picks so far. Um, I'm saying, you know, they're good They're good picks, so they're safe picks. Solid. I think they're going to be solid, steady as a rock. But you still got to do it, though. What do you, how do you want me to say it, Tim? Steady, solid. But you still uh, got to do it. You know who's been solid and steady for Ohio State all year is Tommy Eichenberg. Again, I'm on the underthink express this week, folks. Um, <laughs> Tim is beside himself. 
Uh, well, I mean, if we could just say the obvious, go ahead though. Well, you can, Tim, and it's you know, I'm the host, so I'm going to say Tommy Hankenberg. There you go, man. So I'll take control here. Uh, Tommy has been the best linebacker in the country this year. I don't care what anyone else says. Tommy has been playing at a level that I haven't seen yet from anyone else, and I'm safe. I'm. It's safe to say he will be. You know, it's safe to start to project an All-American season for him with those 14 tackles last week. I actually think he might even get his hands on the football this week. Like I said, you put him sideline to sideline. He gets in throwing lanes. He doesn't always make the play, but but the opportunities are there for him, and he's athletic enough where he can get his paws on a couple passes. I think he might even have an interception or a fumble recovery in this game. Uh, but but he's playing at such a high level that I can't not pick him this week because I haven't picked him yet this year. You know a name you haven't heard much of since the season started, at least I haven't, is Will Anderson Yeah. at Alabama. Tommy Eichenberg is playing. I mean, you know, I've met Wilhelm on my podcast this week. I mean, he is so fired up because that number 35, which he wore at Ohio State and wore uh, when they won the national championship against Miami way back in 2002, he is playing on another level. My best buddy, Jeff Snug, just says he is not getting enough, speaking of guys not getting enough pub nationally, just the way he is playing. He has been, I'm not going to say uh, uh, rejuvenated. He has been exposed by this Jim Knowles defense to be the player that he is. He has been set free, and he is getting after it. So I agree with you 100%. I just still think it was an easy pick. Score prediction, Matt. I don't think this is exactly going to be very close. Um, Ohio State, post Notre Dame, has put up more than a handful of points, if you want to even call it that. I think that's okay to say. You know, that that's fair? Yeah, fair. Okay. I'll fair. allow it. Fair, Tim? That's fair to say? I'll allow it. All I right. just think it was way understated. But go, go ahead. ahead. Well, anyway, uh, I'm going to say Ohio State 63, Rutgers 6. They missed the extra point when the backups are in. Wow. Tim. You know, I don't usually pick scores. Remember I quit picking scores after that Notre you Dame game? One last week. When we Come were on. like half, half what it was. I, not really. I didn't pick one. I think I reluctantly, grudgingly picked one. But I'm going to go with Ohio State getting into the 50s this week. Obviously, the spread is something like 39 as we speak, right? Uh, but I can see Ohio State getting into the 50s and more than covering once again. So... The thing about Ryan Day is when Ryan Day wants to, he'll really, really punish somebody. You know, he does it to Mike Loxley every year. It's one of my favorite annual traditions here that, you know, Ryan Day just doing unthinkable things to Mike Loxley's defenses. He doesn't tend to do that to Greg Shiano. And I picked shutout, but I don't think it's going to be a a ridiculous, crazy score. Come on, say it's uh, at least 50 to nothing, so I'm right. No, I think this is going to be, I think this is going to be 49 to nothing. Uh, I don't think that's, that's too bad. Um, you know, here's the thing, Tim. You know, I think back to Ohio State-Cincinnati in 2019. I think this team is on a similar trajectory of that 2019 team. It's really starting to come on. And the Cincinnati game, Day had a lot of respect for Luke Fickle. And that Cincinnati team was an emerging program that ended up getting a lot of great places in 2021. They were yep. maybe a year before a year away. Except. And, you know, Ohio State beat them 42-0. That game could have been 56 or 63 to nothing. Yes. Ohio State did not do that to Luke Fickle. Yeah. And so... I, I don't think Greg Schiano has an offense that can score anything on this Ohio State defense. But I also think that this program has a little bit of respect for Schiano. And so I say 
40, I was going to say 42 nothing, but I think the backups will throw it around a little bit more, yeah. and it'll get to 49. So you're saying 49 to nothing is being easy on a guy. I mean, I like that. I like where you're coming from there. Well, I just, I'm likening those That's two That's an interesting deal. I say they get into the 50s, so I'm going to stick with mine. But do you see what I'm coming from? Yeah, I see where you're coming likening... from, but 49 to nothing is still a beatdown, a big, big beatdown. But I see where you're coming from, definitely. Whatever you want to call it, that was four downs. This was a... An interesting show program for the, for the folks today. Uh, that's the 40-year vet, Tim May. I think he's been around 40 years. This show has lasted 40 years. It's taken 40 years off of my life. That's Matt You're Parker. You're the one who said keep talking. Oh, yeah. That's Matt Parker, the recruiting guy and photographer, ace photographer. I am just Spencer Holbrook. Uh, this has been a wonderful edition of Four Downs. We will talk to you guys on Saturday for Ohio State Rutgers at 3.30 in the Horseshoe. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Hit the little bell below uh, to get, to get um, the little announcement notification every time we publish one of these amazing, amazing videos. And, yeah, we'll see you guys in the Horseshoe on Saturday. Thanks for watching.